Just a couple of quick announcements before diving into this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. We are so jazzed to be able to finally send you these shirts. Many of you probably have gotten shipping notifications on your email about them. Uh, I am getting those shipping labels kind of printed out now, and uh, my whole really room here looks like a, a USPS store. Lots of bags, lots of shipping labels, so we're excited to get those out to you all. You should be seeing them in the mail here very soon, so keep an eye on those tracking numbers as the week goes on here. The Tiberius Ulfnod Hero Duels card is coming along just nicely. We're super jazzed to be able to share this with you all. For those of you who are at our recognized hero and distinguished hero tiers on Patreon, you'll be getting those in the mail here, hopefully in about a month or month and a half or so. Uh, our artist is very meticulous and he takes his time to get things uh, really looking the way we want them to. Uh, so we're super excited to have him as uh, an artist of ours working with us. Uh, but we also know that uh, the timeline here is going to look a little bit longer than usual just because of the detail we're looking for. We are going to be announcing our very next Patreon goal here shortly. We are uh, kind of shooting for the moon for this one and really dreaming up some big goals uh, that we can really unleash once we get to this this uh, number that we're looking for here. Uh, we just want to continue to thank you all at our Patreon that are currently supporting us, uh, means the world, and is actually helping us achieve huge things, much more content, much more things for you to just uh, you know be able to enjoy day in and day out. So thank you so much again for your constant support. Speaking of, this week's Patron of the week is none other than Jeff Molina. Jeff is one of our newer patrons here. Uh, just such a good time to have him in the Discord. He's been supporting us for a couple months now. Uh, we're very excited for kind of just his his whole input altogether. He's purchased a few sets of dice from us. Um, and also took part in our Fall of Heroes one-shot with some huge donations. Almost was the sole killer of Chance's player, or his Chance's character uh, that night. So, Jeff, thank you so much. I mean, you're one of our hugest fans, and I know that you uh, you know, haven't been here for a super long time, but you're getting caught up, and it's just huge to have you um, as part of this uh, little community here. Uh, we're incredibly happy to have you um, at this distinguished hero tier level. Uh, your support means the world, so thank you so much and thanks for constantly talking to us during throughout the week on our discord it's great to hear from you as we had mentioned before we are currently looking to up our patreon goal and with that we know that uh, our 25 dollars tiers are kind of maxed out right now uh, with eight folks kind of occupying those those eight spaces so we're really trying to get creative with ways that you all can support if you'd like to do so um, as of right now if you would like to jump on over to patreon.com slash basically good podcast you can find two available the small town hero and recognized hero tier at that recognized hero tier you will be eligible to receive one of those Tiberius Ulfnod Hero Duels cards that will be coming out in the next month or so. Um, the other tier, the $5 level, the Small Town Hero tier, gives you early access to our Starfinder show and many other very cool things, or access to the drive, access to uh, all of our artwork, all of the music that Ronnie's made for us over the years, uh, and also our one-shot maps that you can dive into and play with your friends for download, courtesy of dungeon fog if you'd like to support us that's the best way to do it but if you're unable to do that at this time we ask that you at least give us a follow on our social media platforms at basically g pod on twitter basically good podcast on instagram you can check out our discord and link on our twitter on our pin tweet there's a link to our discord that's really where all the action is happening join us if you haven't done so already uh, but that is all the announcements that i have for the week thank you all for constantly listening and keeping up to date with us please enjoy this week's episode of the basically good podcast 
We are going to open The Sun Has Risen on the Isagiri Plains. And we see our fugitives cresting a small knoll, still hustling from their encounter only minutes ago near Beggar's Hole. And they finally stop to catch their breath. And over the hill, they see what could only be a sliver of the Canerica Straits. We see there is a cobblestone road leading off into the horizon and in the other direction leading towards the dark black stone walls of Elidir. But down below, maybe 20, 30 feet from the hill, there stands a large outpost with ballista mounted on top and a collection of guards. You see there is a passageway in the middle of this outpost where uh, the road goes through it. And so passing carts of uh, tradesmen and travelers pass under, uh, under the eyes of the black and red guards of the Isagiri army. Um, about a hundred feet away from this outpost, you see there are the large gates of Elidir. Where you guys are located now at the kind of crest of this hill, you are hidden from sight, but you guys can peek over and see all of this happening below you. You're out of breath, sweaty from your hustle from before. You've got many, you've got a few miles between you and Beggar's Hole and the carnage you left behind, but what is on your character's minds and what is your plan of entering the capital? I guess Sarah would look behind and make sure that we are far enough away um, to where we are pretty confident that we've lost anyone who could potentially be following. Can I roll a perception check? Yeah. Can I roll a survival Good check idea. to cover our tracks? <laughs> 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 on the cobblestone road. I guess we're in no. the we're in the mountain. You're side. yeah, you're 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 running through the plains. Twenty-one? Um, I mean, it's a really flat area, so you would imagine anyone coming from the direction you guys have just came would you would be able to see. Sarah looks back at the group and just says, quite a way to start the morning. Yeah, I think Aaron is half thinking, like, <clears throat> is everything that just happened real? Like, <laughs> questioning, it kind of felt like a dream. But 
I'd say that's kind of in the back of his mind more he is focused on getting in. And I think he asked Sarah, from the gates, how long would it take to get somewhere safe? Well, that's a rather good question. Getting through the gates is its own challenge, and like I told you all before, I don't have a home there anymore. I haven't stuck around really to see what became of my home since it was burned to the ground. But I think, I think the very first order of business needs to get to a place where we all feel um, hidden. We need to disguise ourselves. And then I think we can find, um, I know a few places that uh, we can lie low if we needed to to find um, lodging for the night. And I would like to use my underworld lord to find a place. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, find a place. Just like some ragtag, I'm assuming like quiet, like uh, tavern or inn, something they that won't is going to be. Us. Right. It's just going to be like not well known or, or at least known as like a place to be, to lie low after like a, something bad happens. Mm-hmm. Can I roll um, my underworld lore? Yeah, go ahead and give me. Yeah. All right. All right. 31. Oh. 31. Um, I'll say this. You would. You would think that. No matter. Due, due to the current uh, current situation no matter what place you went like you don't have any anyone like on your side right and if you guys walked in the way you did even even a tavern or an inn that is like very under the radar like you guys are so hot that even a tavern like that wouldn't like there's there there would be a risk of someone seeing you and alerting right super duper so we just need to stay disguised, essentially, for the entire time we're in the city, if we have convincing disguises. Crazy um, Geek's going back in the backpack. Right. It would seem. Aaron pulls yeah. out a fake mustache and applies it deftly. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody seen Aaron? I, I don't why, know. I think he's gone. Why, <laughs> do you, why do you look like you've done that before? <laughs> why, why did you do that so well? Are you talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) My name is Aaron, spelled with an E. (laughs) So, I think we've got, obviously, more than one problem here. If it were just getting in, we wouldn't have an issue. Aaron can make us invisible for, you know, several minutes. That's not a problem, but... From what you were saying, Sarah, it sounds like we could be turned in at any moment once we get into the city. I have no doubt with a little bit of disguise, you and Aaron would have no issue blending in, but I know for a fact Frizzigig and I stand out like sore thumbs. So the two of us need something drastic, I think. 
Trisigig, do you... Or Aaron, do you have anything? Or do we have any cloaks we could just stay hidden within for the time being? I, uh... I got, I got one thing. Uh, not these, uh, the elixir that I used back there. Um, it can make you look like somebody else for, like, ten minutes. I can make a bunch of them. So how many can you make? Well, I mean, I, I guess I could make 26 of them. <laughs> but I, uh, I won't be able dome. to do anything else. <laughs> it's like low, it's like not very potent polyjuice potion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can use my um, predictive purchase to buy some potions of disguises. How long do they last? Also, 2d12 hours. Oh. Yeah. That's a way better option. Yep. Regardless, I think it might be beneficial if we kind of try to get past the guards, maybe just while being invisible. I don't think we want any questions, right? Right. Once we get in, we can avoid eyes with whatever magical means, but. I think we get into hot water if we have to start making up stories. Right. Now, that gate right over there, right over the top of the hill. That has me very worried. Uh, Chance, would I know if there is any sort of, like, true sight on that checkpoint? Is there, like, magical means of of discovering us if we tried to walk through invisibly? Very good question. Um, yeah, make a sort of society check. Ooh. 30. 30. Um, you would know that, um, there, you're not exactly sure. But you know that sometimes some of the elite guards, the upper guards, have um, a, it looks like a police baton, and it is like a rod of kind of like magic alertness, right? Think of like a, think of like a, um, what do you call it? Like a metal detector? Right. Like beep, 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 beep. It's like that, but it senses like magical auras. It's like a detect magic wand, right? Whoa. But you don't know specifically if they're at the gate, but you know that's something in the arsenal of the guards. So there's a chance that there's guards that could detect us if we were invisible. Uh, the only other option I could think of is maybe try to sneak into a wagon, ride it through, or ask somebody if they would give us a ride in. Any other ideas? Hmm. Is that the only way in? That's my next question, right? Like, how? Well, I guess I guess how big is Eladir? You know, is it how long would it take to walk the wall? You know, like Frizz is saying. Um, hours. Like it's a pretty big city, right? 
but this is like the main entrance. I, I'm sure there are other entrances, but like for pedestrian entrances, I think they'd all be. This the is the entrance, same. right? This is the entrance. Right. Like there are like two kind of big entrances, like because because the um, uh, Conerica Strait goes through one side and out the other of Veladir. Does the Canerica Strait go underneath the city? No, it, it is just a massive road that cuts through the country. Oh, oh, it's not sorry. A river, I was thinking it's, yeah. it's like a, a body of water. I see. I think that uh, is an option, Sarah, to maybe hop in a wagon. But uh, if we get caught, whatever poor soul Scott trying to sneak us in, regardless of how much gold we offer them or whatever. I fear they might meet a fate, you know, that we were meant to meet. I don't want to endanger anyone in that way. Right. No, you're right. Well, we can hope for the best. Try to waltz in there. Invisible. But- well, I I mean, I think we could use the disguise potions because those aren't magical. Right. That's true. Uh, is it? I don't think so. They're like alchemical, right? That's a good okay. question. Yeah, let me look. I'm, I'm, that's a good point. Oh, well... Okay, while Our you're elixirs, looking... elixirs, magic items. There's also... Okay, so the potion of disguise has an effect that has the same rules as impersonate. And impersonate is just a... But a you have to have a disguise action. kit. You have to have a disguise kit. I have a disguise kit. Oh, nice. I think Frizz does too, right? Frizz, do you have a disguise kit? Okay, uh, I, I have I a I don't think so. Kit. That would work. You could use that um, multiple times, right? Also, Frizzigig, your Omni tool or your all-purpose tool oh. can be any kit. Whoa! Uh, there it is, baby. Whoa! Oh, I, I, um, I do have a disguise kit. Just... So you just flick it open and it's mascara <laughs> and like <laughs> face paint. And... So Amazing. we could potentially so just walk right in. Hmm. The, and I believe the way the mechanics work in 2E is that the person doing the disguise rolls a deception check, yeah. and then that's like the DC. Or or, or no, it's it's People, I take the DC of their deception DC, and then I roll a perception. Check. I roll perception against it to see if the people see through. Right. Yeah. So you just need a, someone with a good deception to like make all the disguises. But I, so what I'm seeing for potion of disguise, however is like the disguise is made when the potion is created because you need some kind of raw material. So like you would buy like a potion of frog disguise as it says on (laughs) online. So like essentially like you would buy a potion that already has a disguise within it if we did go with the potions. So like, I don't know if you're handy dandy. I can just pull out whatever. Buying. I just pay for it. Yeah. If you could buy like disguise of human, like random human then like that'd be great but like otherwise i mean it guess it really doesn't matter like if a frog hops through the wall they don't really care but um yeah like but that that's on the each of the individual's deception not the potion maker right. does uh does aaron have the fly spell um 
I do, but I do not have it memorized for the day. <laughs> I was say, what if we just uh, bibbity bobbity boops? Just flew right over the edge, yeah. Sure. Yep, I'm gonna see how uh, it gives you a fly speed of 20 feet and it lasts for five minutes. Let's see how far you can fly. You can fly pretty far. Um, not to deter you go up a mile idea, but you guys look, you guys look over and along the like above the gates <laughs> and kind of like sparse throughout the walls of the city, there are ballistas. We are just. So. Ron Weasley driving a freaking car in the middle of London. <laughs> I mean, look, car. look, no, all you, all we have to do is ooh, ooh, I have Aaron, Aaron makes us fly and also invisible and, <laughs> and invisible. it's, it's easy. All we do is camp out for eight hours, long rest, Aaron gets to reset his spells and we invisibly fly over the wall and it's just GG easy. There's nothing they can do. Doesn't work. Invis- it like, doesn't work. The fly I can cast can mm-hmm. only target one person. Right, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I don't think it's group fly. And then I'm pretty sure invisibility sphere. Is that also um, concentrate? I have to be. Fly is not walking. Wait. Uh, no, probably could. So could Sarah use predictive purchase to buy potions of fly? I, let me check predictive purchase because I, I feel like that's broken if I can use it like whenever I want to. I don't know if it's like once a day. I think it's once yeah, a day. Yeah, is it once a day one item or let is it see. like once a day as many items as you can buy? Yeah, depends what you can it's like a black market or is it like a, you know? Because I mean, if that's the case, that is literally the safest way to do it. But we got to know where we're going. Well, I think like we have to have a disguise period because once okay, you get it's, in the walls, it's, uh. it's once per like time I can buy things. Like once per time we were back in a town where I could buy something. Oh, okay. so if you're outside yeah, of so a town, so it's already been used. I uh, actually haven't used it yet, but yes. Didn't you use it earlier? Oh uh, well, we went from that little town. Yeah. Uh, okay, I have an idea. Chance. It's a big city, right? Okay. It's a big city. Big cities have to have sewer systems right and those sewer systems have to exit the town somewhere engineering yeah. check <laughs> i can do that one uh i have engineering and architecture um i like wouldn't there be some sort of sewer system and wouldn't it have to have vacate to the city at some point through a river or inlet like some grate in the wall yeah yeah I think there's another way in. Do you want to spend? Do you want to spend the time looking around the edge of edge of the wall? How long do you think it would take? This? Probably a couple hours. I said like, I said like, yeah, about half a day. Um, can can I do just looking at the city from a distance and knowing the thing, the re, having read the many books that I can. Um, can I make a check just to see if that's like, is this the kind of city where that would make sense? Like, would I, I guess what I'm asking you is, is can I make a check to see if I spend that half day searching for it? Like, do I think I'm going to find it? 
Are they pouring shit out the windows like they did in... Well, I was going to say, yeah. when the sewer systems become a thing, right? Like, eventually, it's just like dirty old London, just poop on the streets. Could be. You're not sure. I know for a fact that whatever we I do, we have like... I don't, think, I don't think Frizzigig knows about the sewer system in Eladir. Or, I mean, you, you I'm saying, like, it's a guess, but you're going to have to, like spend time yeah. doing it, uh, right? I don't know. Like, I, I, I think maybe if it isn't even a sewer system, I, I... Surely there's another way. Just the dragon. Here's my fear. If there truly are people with ballistas on the wall and we just go poking off the main highway looking for holes in the wall, we could... We will stand out. <laughs> I think our best bet is probably to try to nonchalantly walk through the gate as either wearing disguises or drinking disguise potions. And we just need to try our best to play it cool. All right. I think that's probably the best play. Agreed. I, I still feel like I should get in the backpack Hop I don't in. know. I mean, Hop I guess we'll have the, uh, the we'll, we'll have. Uh, I can change my appearance. Well, we're all gonna disguise, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Gonna take ten minutes yeah. to throw up some disguises. Do what's who's got the best? I mean, Frizz, are you gonna be making disguises too, or you just want me to do it? What's the check? What what what? It's it's just the disguise dis- is as good as the person who's making a deception. deception. DC. I have a 12 deception. I don't have that high of a deception. Uh, that's, mean, that's a, that's a lot that's higher. That's yeah. a approximately a 11 higher than mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so you should do it. <laughs> Wait, what are your what are your disguise elixirs to you for this gig? Uh, they... Let me pull back up. Drinking this elixir counts as setting up a disguise to impersonate. You gain a plus four status bonus to your deception DC to avoid others oh. seeing through your disguise. Oh, okay. so it's like a buff yes, to impersonate. person. that's exactly so you what do, it is. So it's like a supplemental. So it, it, that would be a 26 for your oh, So yeah, so if Riska gave us okay. elixirs and Sarah did the disguises, we would get the most benefit. Right. <laughs> oh, and poggers. it says, and you add, well, I guess, yeah, if, if Sarah's doing it anyway, then it doesn't matter. But also you add your level to the DC, even if you're untrained in it, which is nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, with okay. with the infiltrators elixir. So they'll just give Cook you like a plus up. four, essentially. Cook we all up use some good drink for the gig. We should. I'm just now thinking of this. We should come up with different disguises. Right. Like I agree. As we go in, we should be one disguise that we're not going to use again. Right. Ooh, and then when we're talking to people, etc., then we have maybe one disguise that. <laughs> if we're trying to keep some kind of continuity between people that we meet, then we can have one that's kind of a go-to one. But I just don't want them tracking. So I'm going in as a lizard person. <laughs> All that to say. What if you get lost in the sauce and you don't, you're not Aaron anymore. You've been too many. <laughs> too oh, much of a no. lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, Dracor so, now. <laughs> so Sarah then is going to take a, a lot of time to make Aaron look like a lizard person. But by the time that we're ready. <laughs> He's gonna drink the potion, and the potion will grow a tail. Like I can't do anything about the yeah. tail. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to go in as a human farmer from uh, Breach Hill named Donovan. Don't be from Breach Hill. <laughs> Breach Hill. Uh, that's the only that's the only town I know in this part of Look, I'm from I'm from the Mwangi Aaron. I don't know any other city names. <laughs> My He's name right. is Agror. I'm from Stinkwilds. <laughs> Where oh, is Stinkwilds? <laughs> it's a great place to be. <laughs> I don't my uh this is my name idea. is is uh little Donnie. I'm Donovan's kid. <laughs> son of Donnie. Son of Donnie. <laughs> Your name is Donison. Right. Donnie Donnie's Don Donison. Yeah. Donison. Donison. What's up? They call me we little are... Donnie. I'm eight. Wanna sing? I'm... Oh my god. What a Just a little greasy. <laughs> Just a kid butt part. <laughs> like just like straight hair over his big forehead amazing um yeah so everybody's gonna look at we're gonna make them look as city as possible uh going in here so we just look plain yeah and i'm gonna um, make 12 of these elixirs so we can do this two more minutes. times okay yeah oh, we're going plain i guess there shouldn't be a lizard no you could be a lizard <laughs> folks still it's the same. Hey, lizard freak! You're not allowed in here. Oh, jeez, that's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, we might you might still stand out as a lizard folk. I'm just kidding. I, I, I don't I'm know. not gonna go lizard folk. <laughs> okay. Aaron just <laughs> always wanted to be a lizard. Folk. <laughs> it's just what he always plays when he plays in D and D. Yeah. I just want to know what it feels Aaron, like to have a tail. Why is that so what's, weird? What's D and D? Uh, you wouldn't get it. It's <laughs> it's a wizard's game. <laughs> <laughs> now. Don, Donovan, right? Clary, is that what you're going as? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, the name, yeah, the name's Donovan. Very good. Um, all right, uh, let's. I'm still gonna be Dracor. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Perfect. I'm Dracor, uh, the woodsman. <laughs> uh, can right. we just call you Drake? No. <laughs> All right, Dracor. My mother gave me this name. So you're going <laughs> to like it. Dracor, when were you born? All right. <laughs> What's Not your mother's yesterday. name? <laughs> All right. How are we feeling? Are we good? I'm feeling yep. good. Yeah. So what's the plan here? You guys I am filled with come the over glee the of a child. Look at me. It's got I a got big some lollipop. Marbles. I play hey, marbles. Little, hey, little Donnie, do you wanna you wanna ride on my shoulders? I have yeah, blisters from cutting wood all day. <laughs> yeah, throw me up, that pop up. Gosh, put we, physical on my we shoulders are. And block. <laughs> we, I guess, we're a part of a traveling circus. It's the only thing I can come up with right now. What is what is Sarah? What who is she? Uh, she is going to. Uh, let her hair down, her beautiful white hair, and take her glasses off. Uh, right, like pretty much just primp herself up a little bit more. I think she's gonna try to <laughs> try to be more put together and uh, take maybe take her jacket off, her iconic teal jacket. Chance, as we near and the road, can I wave down somebody? Face. Oh, were you not done? Are you? No, I was just going to, that's all. I was just going to say, she's just going to try to like. No, no, tell us what you're wanting to that's do. That's all. No, that's fine. Yes, what do you want to wave down, Ronnie? 
I was gonna say, can I wave down somebody in a wagon and then like just like <laughs> stick my leg out? Can we just like talk to them <laughs> as we're going in? Like I just want to like, hey, uh, harvest this year has been kind of kind of rough. <laughs> I don't know what do farmers talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'm a woodsman, but I've also been getting into trading corn. <laughs> The stock market. Also, the the I just want you guys to know the past like three apps have just been so dark and scary, <laughs> and this one is just a meme. <laughs> so, I think that's yeah, a good idea, though. But, I think he does have a good point. We should try yeah. and like yeah yeah spark conversation up with people as we head to the checkpoint. Okay, and just look as common as possible. The name's Donovan. This is little Donnie. He's hey. my son. His full name's Donovan. Right, He's you- my pop up. Now that you guys are done dressing up, um, <laughs> playing dress up, you guys are going to come down the hill and try to assimilate into this this road. I would never assimilate. I'm a free thinker. And as you guys kind I mean, of she- uh, give me, are you guys are you guys trying to slip in secretly or are you kind of just I think waltzing I think down we're there? trying to be like not sneaky at all. I think we're yeah. trying to do the exact opposite. We're trying to we're look like to we are we're where we're supposed to be. We're visiting. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. As you guys come in, um, the the first kind of travelers that you guys kind of bump into or enter the road, you see there are two men, and uh, they have they're kind of riding on a cart, and the cart is very full of pelts and furs and all kinds of like leather items and they're both kind of riding up on the uh um uh, on the driver's seat and one has the reins the other has kind of a crossbow that's non-loaded just kind of like resting uh down uh but they're both very uh dark-skinned um black-haired men and uh yeah so you clary donovan you call out to them yeah i just say Hey, uh, <clears throat> we're new to the city. First time uh, visiting. This is my traveling party. Hey, uh, Dracogor, these guys look like they're uh, <laughs> hunting woodsmen. You uh, uh, got a good catch. <laughs> uh, nice to meet you. I'm Dracogor. <laughs> Dracogor. I'm is Magumon. Is this the big city where our dreams will come true, pop up? <laughs> uh, this is my son, Don Jr. <laughs> All right, Don Jr., we're just visiting for the... We're going to the uh, the Gilded Rose. We're taking a little bit of vacation. Spending all that money oh. we used from that this year's harvest, eh? Kind of bumps <laughs> you in the shoulder, Donovan. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, headed to the Gilded Rose and... Uh, what about you all? You you uh, uh, citizens of this town? Uh, uh, well, that's a lot to take in. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> we just beat this guy over the head with knowledge of us. I'm a child. I'm a woodsman. I'm a farmer. And we're going gambling. <laughs> Hi. Uh, uh, no, uh, we're, we're not from around here. Uh, but... My name's Elijah. Uh, this is my uh, husband, Mason, and uh, we're 
we're fellow tradesmen uh, coming to sell our uh, uh, leather goods uh, to the uh, to the to the market. Well, it looks like uh, uh, well, first of all, nice nice to meet you, Elijah Mason. Uh, looks like you got a good a catch, a hunt. Uh, Did not fish, Calare. Oh, God, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, it looks like you got some good product to sell. Have you ever been in the city? I know you said you're not from around here, but we could sure use some help getting to the Gilded Rose. Oh, um, well, we never had the funds to, to visit that establishment, but, uh, uh, yes, we've been only twice before. We've made made very good coin. Uh, this is the past year's um, harvest, you could say. We've, we've been in the, the trade of tanning for quite some time now, and this is our biggest shipment yet. We're hoping to, you know, be able to pay off our house once we get back. Oh! But, uh, yeah, if, if, uh, of course, we can show you around. You, Your, um, family hasn't <laughs> been here before? Oh, Do no, they we... have marbles at the gambling place, Pop-Pop? <laughs> I would Don. like to play marbles with the other Don. children. Donnie, we'll we'll get you some marbles. Anyway, uh, yeah, that would that would be real nice if you could show us around a little bit. We've we've never been to Aladier, like uh, my comrade here, uh, friend here said. Uh, we've had a good year of harvest, and we picked up uh, Dracagora, this woodsman, over here on, on our way in. He's also never been to the city, and it's always good to travel in packs. You never know what's going to be out there. We <laughs> actually ran into some wolves the other day. And, uh, you know, not as skilled fighters as you are, it seems, at killing animals, but we may do. I was very scared. You, do you, wait, does Kaleri still, is she still wearing her full plate and two greatswords on her belt? No. <laughs> no. We're disguised as can be. Yeah, okay. We're walking around like a, a like a fighter. <laughs> Just swords. Look like I don't know fighter. anything about fighting. Everything is shoved in the bag of holding and we're yeah. walking around okay, in like okay. linen. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, oh, God's, uh, Wolves, we've we've been lucky enough to travel the uh, Conicara Strait. It, it's well protected from the guards here. Um, we've we've come all the way from Cheliax, you see. Um, but uh, where, where where is it that you all came from? Was it a dangerous road? Ugh, I see you've come from the from the west. Uh, who has a high charisma? Sarah, right? I have good diplomacy. That's, yeah. Okay, so if I try to lie and they call my bluff, it's going to be bad. So you should probably pipe up here. Yeah. Give me, can I have, can I do any sort of, can we do some sort of like society check or something to know where the nearest town, that's not Breach Hill, but like somewhere that further down the road. Beggars Hall. Like, the, like the far. Straight. Like yeah. far. Just would have know, because she's uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would know. Right. Uh, a very far away town to the south would be uh, Hogan's Ear. Like Hulk oh, Hogan? <laughs> Brother. We just came quite from Hogan's ear. We've been on the road for weeks. It's nice to finally see our destination in front of us. Oh, I see. Uh, I've always heard great things of Hogan's ear. Quite a spectacle. The strange rock upon the hill. Um, Guys, well, yeah, we're, we're a little bit further out of town. We got some <laughs> property. You know, 
30, 40 acres. But yeah, nonetheless, beautiful. Well, all in all, you, you, you're all free to, you know, travel with us. Uh, can show you around the market. If you don't uh, mind helping us unload a bit, we could definitely give you some pointers. Well, isn't that right, Mason? Oh, yes, that sounds good to me. Perfect. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, farming's hard work, and we all are weathered uh, farms people here, and I'm sure Dracogor has done his fair share of hard labor. Even my boy Don up here is eight years old, and he can still, he can carry a, you know, a, a bucket of corn. Every morning <laughs> I wake up and I chop wood for t- t- six hours. <laughs> he, he six hours a chop- long time. <laughs> he thinks he's chopping wood, but he's actually just, you know, he's he's breaking sticks. You know how kids are. Getting, he's getting tired for the fire. I mean, still helpful. Okay, as this is <laughs> happening, you guys are walking <laughs> towards the gate. <laughs> um, and uh, eventually, I'm imagining this whole conversation is happening as you guys are walking. And you finally, um, you reach the front of the line. And as you guys are nearing it, you see this gatehouse. There are just like five ballista, like up on top of like, you know, 50 feet up um, and just kind of like poised, pointed at the road, some towards the sky. You see guards are kind of walking across above you, uh, walking along, kind of inspecting different carts and stuff. And you see the the gatehouse itself has almost like three portcullises, right? Like it can pretty much like at a moment. So it's like tune, 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 just locked down. And um, yeah, eventually you guys are uh, you step up and there is a large uh, guard in in kind of darkened steel plate uh, with the insignia of of a black and red longsword. Pause. Before we go up, yeah. I guess I want to ask, I don't know if this is too metagamey. You can tell me no. Do we want to like sneak our bags of holding in between some of the folds of the leather in case they go peeking at us? Or is that like, but that again puts us back in a position of if they get found, these people are screwed. Um, bags of holding are pretty expensive. Right. So I don't think that's a bad idea. Like if it like, but I, I would assume they just look like normal bags, though, right? Or wrong, chance. Um, they look. I mean, they look like backpacks, yeah. but if they can detect magic, then they would be magical. That's a risk here. It's a risk here. But, but if if we put it in the leather and they search that the same way, there's no difference. Yeah, it's a right. for like yeah. right these guys. Yeah. The but they, they would take us. the and fall, then they also and take all would, of our stuff yeah they right the skate yeah uh, contraband yeah that's true I, so, yeah. I think we just keep it i think we just, just keep it just okay. yeah. we hang tight backs yeah maybe maybe frizzigig has all of the um has his like satchel one and then he's also got the other backpack because he would be the least likely to be searched as a child are you? Are we saying that all of the stuff is in Frizzigig's backpack? The DM doesn't know that, but yes, <laughs> we did not tell the DM. That oh, stuff, I see. You know? I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Well, in that case, this guard, uh, not the DM, is going to <clears throat> uh, speak up as you guys approach and says, All right. All right. Single file. Need all your names. Starting with you. Pointing at Aaron. He's got like a he's got a like a like a book in a in a quill. Uh, I'm Dracagor. Dracagor what? Uh, Dracagor Metal Garurumon. How do you spell that? Uh, metal, like a substance, and then Garurumon is G-A-R-U-R-U-M-O-N. Is that like a gnome thing? Yeah. <laughs> it is. I'm not <laughs> proud of it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm all adopted. Right. Uh, Alright. I don't need your life story. Um, Alright. Uh, why Why are you coming to Eladir? My wife left me and I'm looking to blow everything I have. <laughs> <laughs> Just make this guard yeah, super that. uncomfortable. I'm dead inside and I want to I'm gonna fade away into life. nothingness. In your town. It's perfect. All right. Spend a lot of money. Uh, do you have, yeah. <laughs> gotta ask this. Are you carrying any kind of contraband or evil artifacts of the world ending nature? Uh, <laughs> no. Don't think I've ever seen one. All right. And he's going to pull out a dark rod. And he's going to begin waving it over you. Fuck! Frizzy gig, your freaking cube. <laughs> oh goodness! Y- you're um, I mean, either cube. way, Frizzy gig is 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 glowing like a Christmas tree right now. <laughs> um, uh, so he begins waving it over Aaron. What? What is Aaron carrying on him? Just scrolls and. Yeah. Scrolls. I mean, I'm as well. I'm assuming that he has all. Uh, uh, all my stuff is in the bag of holding with, with uh, Frizzy Gig. Oh, yeah, so he doesn't have anything on him. Oh, oh, so you guys are doing that. Okay. Yeah, I thought we were. I see. Yeah. I my bad. You, you guys did say that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm the DM. I didn't know. That's <laughs> right. Um, um. So, yeah, you, you pass through. Is like, all right, step through. I've got an idea. I've got an idea, Silas. Just hang on. Oh, oh, oh. Get back over here. Uh, Yeah, Toll. Toll's going to be... Uh, Five gold pieces. Jeez, five what? Gold? Five gold pieces. That's extortion. Somebody call it extortion. There's no way it costs five gold to get in the city. I don't believe it. I. That's crazy. Let's not raise any red flags. <laughs> Give him <laughs> five gold pieces. All right. Carry on. And you pass. Do you pass through? I pass through. <clears throat> like it's how much nothing. gold? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> that was it. Okay. <laughs> what <laughs> I just, I only have three gold. Whatever. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I only have three gold. I we have will six pay silver. <laughs> you have six silver. Oh my God. <laughs> Zach, I have enough money for everyone. I have like 60 gold. Okay, so you would know that it costs five gold to get into the city, right, Sarah? I have 43 gold. 
so I can get everyone in. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. All right. Next up, uh, you there, Miss. He points to Sarah. Okay. Okay. Before, before Sarah walks up, Ronnie, I want to know what this plan is. I was just gonna say, whenever we go, we're just gonna play the father-son type beat. You're gonna start like whining about how hot it is. It is it winter? Is it summer? It's uh, it's like it's, October. Yeah. End of it October, is perfect. It's a crispy sixty-nine degrees outside. <laughs> it is perfect. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna just start whining about how tired you are and you want to get off my shoulders, and I'm gonna tell you to go hang out with Uncle Dracagor, and say, really "Go good. on, kid." run okay. okay and then hopefully they don't say anything because you're a kid well the dm doesn't know any of this DM doesn't what, know what any if of this. i'm just your friend chance i don't know could we should we try and like distract the guard and i just run through is that bad that's it that seems a little sketchier well yeah yeah i think trying to play it off as like foreigners that don't know procedure like like country yeah. folk they don't know procedure like looks good yeah okay all right and sir, if we get caught me. it'll just be like oh sorry didn't know and then and then or we can be like he's just a kid this might be too metagamey but if it's all in a bag of holding you could drop the bag yes just kick the freaking bag through dude you run in and like, like when you come in yeah if you get if you get in and they're like come back here you can slide a hand drop the bag. That'd be cool. I'll yeah, I'll That's pass amazing. it off to Dracagor. That's, That's exactly what we will do. <clears throat> um, okay. okay. I approach. Hello there, Peppy. State your name. Gabriel Monaco. All right. Uh, why have you come to Elidia today? I'm so glad you asked. My husband and I and my dear sweet boy over there are visiting. For the first time, we're going to go to the Golden Rose. We had a fantastic year at the farm and have plenty of gold to spend at your establishment. I hear it's beautiful. I see, yes. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, be careful. I heard there's some trouble there the other day, but... Oh. You've got the coal. You've got the coin to spare. Uh, wait a minute. Um, all right. Uh, you got any contraband on you? Any world-ending uh, yada yada? <laughs> Evil. Okay. All right. And he's gonna pull out the wand and begin passing over you. Everything checks out. You're free to pass through the portals. I do so. All right, I you with the cart. Come on in. Oh God. Oh oh wait. Fuck! I keep forgetting. Hey, ma'am, I need five gold pieces. Oh, of course. Hey. Uh, hey. Hey. Honey. Oh, and I'll pay for my husband and my uh, son as well. Oh, thanks. Hands over. Fifteen. Uh, all right. Sounds Sorry, good. I can't trust uh, the husband with the are, money. Kids are actually four gold pieces. Oh. <laughs> kids so considerate free. of you. It's it's a new thing. Um, new new. Bill was they weigh less. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing your your part here to keep our safe city. This city safe. Drops the gold. Yep. Um. All right, you you two come in anyways at the Mason and Elijah. Elijah. Uh, okay. Um. Yeah, it's carrying uh, your names, and they're kind of going through it. 
Um, all right, gonna check your wagon and the passing through, wanding everything. And he checks out. <sighs> all right, uh, it's gonna be uh, 20 gold pieces. Uh, and um, it it was uh, last time we were last time we were here. It was five per head. Um, has something changed? Uh, no, yeah, it's uh, the, for as long as I've been here. I mean, read right here. It says ten gold pieces a head. I don't make the rules. Uh, well, excuse me, sir. We we, we, we do we need to pay a little bit more? And I come back over. I come back over and try to draw attention as, as they're talking. Uh, five gold. You told me. You told me five. I'm more than happy to pay, pay more. And she kind of gets her wallet out and starts jingling. Did he Should tell I you slip ten off pieces? And get in the cart? Did Did he tell tell you yeah, ten get in pieces? Cart, get in cart. Yes, yes. Fine. I do that. I do that. Uh, Sneak in the cart. Uh, make a stealth check. Can I make a? Oh, go ahead. Freezing. Sorry, not me. And you could you can do. Yeah, there's no, no, a you distraction. Can do, wrong. Distraction, okay. yeah, deception, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it gives it gives you it gives him a plus four, I believe. If you succeed, Tw- twenty-eight. Nice, it's fine. What what was it? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Mm. Size, are you getting in the cart or are you throwing the thing in the cart? Because they you could I just lo- throw the bag in the cart. They mentioned you at the sun. And they already... No, they didn't. No, they, oh, they talked I... about the two people in the car, right? I know, yeah. but I thought you mentioned your son. Yeah, you mentioned my husband. You, son. You've paid. Yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah. Yeah, so if you... Uh, yeah, I'll, also... just throw, I'll just stash it in the cart. Because they've already wanted the They've car. already yeah, wanted it. Yeah, because they've already wanted it. Okay. Um, all right. Okay, I'm just going to say you get a plus four for right now. Just to simplify it. Okay. Um, then I got... A 37. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a 19. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, yeah, Frisica, you slip into the cart during this. And the last thing you said, you were like, I don't need to pay more. Man, you've already passed through. Um, I uh, Forgive me. Yes, it is 10 ahead. So... Oh. I'm gonna need 15 more for you and your family. All right, sure, of yeah, course. And then she pulls out 15 more. Uh, Freely scuttles how much? back uh, to Calare, Dad. Yeah. So how much? How much gold are you at now? Uh, that was 15 to. Uh, yeah, 15 to start, and if it's 15 more, then I'm at uh, 14 left. Right. So, yes. Sirs, that's gonna be twenty gold pieces. Oh, um, well, we we've only brought the five. The if, <laughs> if you could let us in, we could Mother sell fucker. these fine goods and 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 bring it back. I'm afraid I can't do that. You pay the toll and you get in. Otherwise, turn back. You know what? It's been such a joy getting to know you all on the road that I will cover it for now. Let's go get your pelt sold, and you can pay me back later. Pulls out ten more gold pieces, hands it over. Mm. That was like right. forty gold, so much money. <laughs> All right, come in, come in. All right, now, ma'am, where's your husband and son? Oh, we're over here, honey. Coming, coming. Waving. Hello. 
Wait, where? I thought you were hiding in the. No, no just just put the bags. Bags. Yeah, we. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh! I was just running I over see. to toss the bag in there, and then coming. Yeah, in. I yeah. thought of All that. Right. <laughs> you did good job. Bro. All right. All right. Well, Aaron didn't think of Jack. Uh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, good job, All right, Jackson. your names, your names. You're carrying the contraband. Blah 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 blah. He's gonna wave, and you guys are very cleanly able to pass through. Sick, honey. <laughs> We're in the city, mama. <laughs> <laughs> just frizzigig with his hands Mama. outstretched. Mama. No one, everyone just believes that something is wrong with this child. There's, he's like trying so hard to act normal, but they're like, there is something amiss with that poor boy. The water is bad at Hogsmeade. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the water has a lot of Oh, no. Okay. Amazing. Well. Congratulations, you guys have made it through the gates with all of your stuff. Wow, scummy guards. If we didn't have Should to hide, we beat beat a ass for that ten right. gold hike. So, <laughs> and and I believe we said the one gold piece was three thousand dollars in real world. Right? That's ridiculous. Mm. Or three hundred dollars, I think. I think so. I think yeah, three hundred. Three hundred. I found out at one of the big coffee events they do. I think this was last year. Uh, they actually did this like in real life. Everyone got to the event, and because it was on a uh, like holiday weekend, uh, the um, the like labor union that was associated with the event center uh, charged everyone like holiday rates, and it was like eight thousand dollars. And like there were like small companies who had booths, and they bankrupted them. Like it was oh like, like people were like it was it was crazy because I mean to a small business eight thousand dollars a lot anyway so like that's a real thing that that has uh, that happens in real life as you show up yeah. and they trash. say nah Jeez. screw you and then you have to pay it or lose everything wow well and and Sarah you would know this is like you would know this is a tactic used think of like beggars hole right right yeah. There is no way in God's green earth that they could, the God's green earth, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> that you, that they could raise the money to even visit the city. This is right? to keep people out. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, but as you guys pass in, you get a very good look at kind of the city itself. Um, you walk into this courtyard um, where there's a fountain. And uh, if you remember, Claire, you actually have been in this exact same courtyard. Um, if you remember the cold open we did for the finale of season one, where you uh, were looking for someone to help you find Sayadi, and you bumped into a man in black robes. You're in the same courtyard where people are um, coming in and out. Uh, it's kind of a hub. Uh, there are different um, streets that offshoot and go towards the market district, go towards the uh, you know Wall Street equivalent, go towards the housing, uh, all different parts of the city. And um, but as you look around, you see um, it is a very like vertical city. There is actually like things are built very high up, which is very uncommon. Um, and you see hanging from kind of uh, 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 
what do you call it, balconies, you see there are uh, red, red and black um, uh, flags and banners of the Isagiri flag. Um, you know, it's very, very nice and it's a very clean city. You see there's flowers, red roses and such kind of like decorating these balconies, decorating the area around the fountain. Uh, you see there are actually where you would normally see like torches being lit to kind of light the way at night. You see there are actual like lamp posts with with um, little glass kind of lantern boxes and inside there are um, Aaron, you would you know easily detect magic as you're passing by. These are um, ever-burning torches. They are magically sustained. The whole city can be lit via magic. Um, it is a very wealthy place, the, the most wealthy place you guys have ever encountered, uh, despite Aaron, maybe some places in Corvosa that you may have been to. And you, you see there are um, politicians and nobles. They are wearing brightly embroidered clothes, bearing uh, glass beads hanging off of them. Um, you see there are hell knights in different, uh, it's in the same black armor, but it has different kind of designs. Like the armor seems to be made differently. And you see some that have a claw, kind of claw, jagged design. And um, instead of the order of the nail, you see there is a spinning five-pointed iron star in its place. So different orders of Hell Knights kind of walking in groups, kind of keeping the peace. Um, and in this, in this square, kind of the centerpiece, you see... There is a statue made of gold, or maybe gilded, um, of some kind of fiend, some kind of arch devil. Which give me a religion check, any of you, or society for uh, Sarah. My religion check twenty-four. Is booty, but I will try. No, twenty-nine. Sorry, twenty-nine. Oh wow! I'm not gonna roll anymore because thirty. Uh, 20. 30. Oh my goodness. Oh, nice. Aaron is a walking textbook. Yeah, Aaron, you would recognize this. And obviously, Sarah, this is kind of the patron uh, religion of Isker and Eladir. But this is Asmodeus. This is the Prince of Darkness. The um, kind of the, the original arch uh, devil. And you see in one hand, he is wielding his ruby mace that is flaming and actually has like as you've seen some some statues have kind of like an ever ever burning um you know it's connected with gas in real life but this is an ever burning torch kind of magical effect it's like a lantern and then in the other hand you see he has this large contract written in abyssal script and you see that it's actually dripping with red liquid and kind of pooling into a basin at the bottom and kind of replenishing. But he is just kind of like glaring out into the square. People are passing by. This is just kind of the normal, normal everyday. Like, this is the equivalent of Breach, of, of Lamon Breachton, you know, back in Breach Hill. Uh, but definitely just you look at all this and off in the distance, you hear the chime of a large bell 
and you see all the way towards kind of the other end of town, there is a very tall building, the tallest building in town. And Sarah, you know this building very well. Where it is the building where your son worked many years of his life in the same building that Mr. Vero took a tumble. And it is the bank of Eladir. And it is about, it is 58 stories tall. Jeez. And in its centerpiece, there is a large clock tower. It is, it is part clock tower. As Let well. me just say, I put a big so Ben cool. Bill uh, yeah, bell in this song just bell. because it sounded right. And the fact that there is a huge bell tower makes me very happy. Yeah. It's just, I didn't. It, I thought it, he told you about that. That's no, he didn't. I just randomly put that in there because I thought it worked. <laughs> just very yeah. good. I love that. So, you guys are not in Breach Hill anymore, but you guys are all disguised. You are with your uh, acquaintances, uh, uh, Elijah and Mason. Which at this point, they are, you know, turning to you. Um, Sarah and saying, "Gods, we how can we ever repay you? What, what, whatever we make in the market, we'll we'll make sure to to pay our way to you." I think that sounds just about right. Where will you be staying this evening? Yes, um, well, we 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 normally um actually stay with our cart. We 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 stay uh in in the back. We'll we'll make some room and stay the night there. We it's lots of thieves um. Surprisingly, right? You wouldn't think it, but we, we we make sure to keep watch of our supplies overnight. No, uh, that's, that's... already grabbed the bag at this point. I was gonna say, yeah, so, yeah. I want to grab okay. that while we're talk- talking. Um, well, she. But you're you're more than welcome. We can we can make a space for you, or. You know what? I I think that's that's okay. We wouldn't want to impose that my son is a heavy snorer. Um. I think we're going to take a little bit of a look around, uh, taking the sights. We've, like I said, we've never been here before. So, um, if you're going to be, you know, on on the east side of town, we can be sure to come find you. You'll be in the market, I assume. Yes, yes, we'll we'll, we'll get our our our, uh, our stand set up in the market. Ding. Scott, I don't want to play siege with you. Right <laughs> oh, that pesky uh, bell tower. Always going off in the middle of the day. Every hour. <laughs> this is a tiny bell. Um, but no. Um, yes, yes. We'll, we'll set up our stand in the in the market. And and, and yes, just be, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for you, please. And, and by the end of the day, I, I assure you, we will pay back that gold tenfold. I think that sounds sounds perfect. Thank you so much for uh, being a company for us as we walked through. Yeah, Donovan nice walks up and puts her hand out <laughs> to shake and says, <laughs> oh, well met, Mason, Elijah. I sure hope you make enough to put that down payment on the house. I built the house on our, uh, on our farm long ago <laughs> and planned for it to stay in the family a long time. A house becomes a home when you're with, you know, those you love, so. <laughs> you must come visit. A- a- absolutely. We-, we-, we can make a trip to Hogan's Ear after- on our way back to Chediax if you, if we. Yes, if we meet up again, we'll, te- we'll tell you how to get there. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> <If> we meet again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, ask, uh, just ask for the, uh, sil- uh, name's Donovan Silverpike. Just ask for the Silverpike Plantation. <laughs> 
My name's Little Donnie. <laughs> Mama. There's uh, plenty, plenty gold to be made in, a, in our small town. And I'm you, there's, there's no uh, no property tax to get in. I don't, you know, I, you know, personally, I'm a fairly conservative man, and I really don't like it when you know there's these high tax rates. I think it's it's a, it's a scam. It's a, I tell you, it's a scam. The conservative side. Um. I just imagine, I just love the idea that Prison Kick's like eight years old when he starts, but Blaine slowly gets younger. He's just a man. He's eight years old when we met this Benjamin. He's like five. Slowly getting younger. Yeah, my four year old son, he's still, he's just, you know, he's. He just starts crawling. He's wearing a diaper now. I could have sworn that was. I could have sworn he was eight years old just a minute ago. I've gone poop in my pants. I poo-pooed my pants. Daddy. Donnie, Donnie, you're four oh years old. You're potty trained. What the eight. hell, Donnie? Donnie, Looks like you're gonna clean me up in front of all these people. Oh, yuck. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Alright, well Take that bit needs to uh, gone. get buried <laughs> yeah. and go away. We wave to That bit yeah. needs to be eviscerated from the audio, please. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't need to make it into the show. Oh my gosh. Okay, well. Our friends Elijah and Mason make their way to the market and you four are standing still disguised in the square. Alright, as soon as they're gone, uh, re-up on Elixir's Okay. Drink. Drink. From your bottle? <laughs> from, from my baby baba. From your baba. Frasing is like, I kind of like being a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> Say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I guess Sarah would. Um, <laughs> Boss baby. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like 9 a.m., right? Like it's morning. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's morning. Time to gamble. Time to gamble. Uh, I think Sarah turns to the group and says, well done. I think we've made a good entrance. We just look like commoners. Um, I don't think there's much time to lose. Uh, the gambling hall, the Gilded Rose, will be um, not very busy in the morning. I think if we wanted to get a meeting with my friend, now would be the time to do it. Let's head over. Yeah, yeah. Does does anyone is anyone curious about Sarah taking them to the steel? Like it's like, you guys know what it is, but your characters don't. Mm -hmm. right? So are they? Do they want to say anything or ask any questions about it on the way there? Sarah, this uh, this this gilded rose. What? What is? Where are we going? So, as you all know. My son worked at the Eladia Bank, that large building over there with the clock tower, for many, many years. From his time there, he had a lot of clearance to many stories, and he knows those buildings in and out. I think the way to help convince them to help us is to let them know that Urkel has insider information that could potentially help them rob the bank? Did you say rob a bank? Like heist? Now listen, 
Listen. Are we doing a, a heist? Shot. It's a long shot. And I understand that they may not bite it, but it helps us get Urkel back. And hopefully, hopefully it's quick and easy. <laughs> well, uh, to be honest, Sarah, I, whatever helps us get Urkel back, I'm fine with it. Not to mention, we've seen our fair share of adventuring, as the commoner would say, and I am, I'm sure in our skills, we can do whatever it takes. Like I mentioned, the Vittorias have a lot of power and influence over the city, only, only bested by the Elidir National Guard, as well as uh, those that fund them, which would be Vero's men. Vero himself, the bank. The only way to crumple them is from the inside. And without any funding, there's no power. If we can convince the Vittoris to help free Urkel, the only thing that we would really have to offer is the knowledge that he has to get them money. And pray to the gods that it's enough to convince them. If that is the case, and the Vittoris only see money, what kind of characters should we enter with? Do we want to approach them as wealthy citizens of Eladir, or what do you think? They will need to know who I am. For now. Depending on how this conversation goes, um, we may be able to use your leverage too as the... We could be a ragtag group of mercenaries. Rat killers. Ragtag <laughs> group of, of special operatives. We want to look like we're specialized. We know what we're doing. We know what we're talking about. We just need the impetus to get shit done. I like that idea, Aaron. Aaron is right. When we were in the Mawangi, we robbed a whole gold mine thing. I think we might be able to use that to our advantage. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, when you think about it this way, you know, a hole in the ground's got a bunch of gold in it that people use to pay for things is a bank in a way and we did rob it so maybe just maybe we're bank robbers and we're really good at it you you have the the resume absolutely exactly we're bank Sarah, robbers one more thing i we i should say might have a connection of our own here in Eladir as well. What? Yes, a Hell Knight. His name is Alec. Ah, yeah, the party. Alec, the other party members don't know this. Oh, because oh, of the letter. Because of the letter. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, Aaron Frizzik, I didn't mention this to you because of 
everything that was going on. Halleck left a letter for me at the pickled deer. And you didn't want to tell us because it was really spicy. Yeah, it was really <laughs> spicy for Zagig. Too spicy for your delicate stomach anyway. Halleck is an elegy. Whatever, Dad. <laughs> Go shit in your pants, kid. <laughs> As I was saying... Hey, I'll shit in your fucking pants about that. <laughs> Keep it down, everyone. Keep it down. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> yes, Sarah. We have an ally in the city. His name is Alec, and he's Hell Knight. Aaron isn't too fond of him, but he's helped us in our time of need before. <laughs> I said and he's I think a good he, guy. He, okay. Maybe Aaron's okay with him. Do you remember the end of the season? Pretty much forced me into saying it. What are you talking about season, Aaron? I don't get these terms you use. Season's a term. (laughs) End of summer? This season of our lives. (laughs) At the end of the season in my life. end of the summer. While while they're having this little aside, Frizzigate kind of pulls Sarah down a little bit and says, they told. They totally made out behind the pickle ear. They we totally all know did. Good call. They totally did. Don't listen to her. Anyway, so yes. Love. The second uh, that news comes out, I will be a very rich man. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Sarah. Uh, oh, sorry. Microwave. One second. Okay. We're good. No, you're bell tower. Bell tower. <laughs> yes, the bell tower. <laughs> it just does not work. We're just gonna pretend that every single noise is the bell tower. <laughs> Sarah, my relationship with Alec is purely platonic. Platonic. I don't know what Frizzikik was telling you, but he's in the Hell Knights. He might have some swing, but at the very least. He's another sword in our hilt. Just to let you know that. We'll need to find him. We'll need all the help we can get. Do you know where he is? Do I know where he is? (laughs) You do not. No. I do not, but I saw some Hell Knights walking over there in the courtyard. (sighs) They're not associated with the Eldir Guard, so I might think we... Could be safe speaking to one of them, but I'm sure we'd be able to find out his whereabouts from them. It's a good idea. Um, do, let's let's. Do you want to do the meeting first, and then afterwards try to gather, like, round up some more allies? Sarah, like your voice got really deep all of a sudden, but yeah, that sounds like a great plan. Sorry. Probably. <laughs> Frog in the throat. <laughs> it's the potion. You started sounding like Urkel there. Maybe you really are I his mother. <laughs> I want to say we're doing this conversation while I'm disguising them, while we're getting ready okay. for the next sec. We're just in the alleyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So you guys are disguised now as, what are you disguised as? Um, are we doing I... muscle shirts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clary like, is gonna be a bouncers. really yeah. buff bouncer. <laughs> Accentuating. Wait, she already muscles. is that. Yeah, she already is that. She just, so. she just rips she, off she the throws sleeves. She throws on her, her yeah. pickled ear, uh, her, her uh, employee uniform. With Amazing. her short, with her short hair now, I'm gonna oh, ask. Oh yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm gonna get some like some wraps around like my chest, and I'm just gonna like try to like go really mask and just be like, instead of Kalere, I'm gonna be Kyle. <laughs> Gimbo. <laughs> <laughs> Start Kyle. punching walls. Kyle's hey, uh, great. The name, the name's Kyle. Yeah, I'm a bouncer. How was that, guys? Was that good? Was that convincing? Uh, you're very <laughs> frightening, of course. Perfect. <laughs> Aaron looks like um, like the Ocean's Eleven acrobat archetype, where he like you know flips oh. out of the thing, and he's he's Tian Sha, and he <laughs> has like a mask over his face, and he's got like a shuriken or something. <laughs> Kind of ninja, ninja multi-class. Yeah, ninja Perfect. multi-class. <laughs> Horrifying, stealthy. You are the knight, Frizzy Geek. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Uh, Frizzy Geek soul needs to not be a goblin. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm my character. <laughs> I just need Batman skin, Aaron. <laughs> just, <laughs> um, I'm crying. Frizzy Geek. Mm, he's gonna take on crying. a uh, what do you call it? A halfling Baby. persona, uh, and, uh, and he's going infant. to. He's gonna have like a bandolier, and it's gonna have all those like little bombs in it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Poor Silas. Silas. Just chance saying he's a baby. Baby. Always a baby. <laughs> Which is not what the is case here. That's just baby. very funny. It is so funny. <laughs> For no reason. I missed okay. it. <laughs> I think this is probably the episode I've laughed the most. Yeah. <laughs> we needed this after the heaviness of the we past did. three yeah. episodes. Uh, so, yeah, okay. just a little Sorry, uh, halfling uh, bombardier. Nice. Nice. What's your name? Bomb <laughs> uh, bomb. <laughs> Bomb on they fuck's sake. They call me Mr. Bombs. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Bombs. Of course. Instead of Freddy, uh, he's Mr. Bomb. Bob. No, nope. His name's Bob. 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 But it's but it's B. Oh, that would just be Bob. <laughs> B O M B. The M is silent. It's Bob. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> what an episode. They call me Bob. The Bob. Imus Silent. Bob. Bob. Yeah, the Imus Silent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so good. Okay. Or maybe his name is actually Bomb, but he just can't say if He's got like a weird bliss. Yeah. I'm Bob. Yeah. Bob. I threw Constant. the Bobs. My name is Con Bob. <laughs> Constant <laughs> okay. like stuffed sinuses. Bob. <laughs> My name is Bob. <laughs> I do the okay. explosive. I throw okay. the bombs. <laughs> that, that's, okay. that, that's a voice. All right, there we go. Hey, what the, hey, um, the name's Bob. Hey, what's up? It's like, yeah, it's uh, Rocky. Yeah. Right? When he's like, oh, the name's Rocky. So, the name's Bob. <laughs> I am trying as I'm disguising. I'm going to do my best to give them all a very distinct look, but make them look like. Like my muscle, right? Like yeah. they all have like maybe the same color scheme of everything. Yeah, mm. uh, you know, you know, like you can do a lot of like wonders with like makeup with uh, contouring, right? And I just love the idea that you just contour Aaron's stick arms to make them look like they're bulging muscles. <laughs> right. right, we are going to do that. It's just every muscle line. There's going to be shading. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, give me a snake tattoo. 
<laughs> right, of course. Hold on. Pulls out a pen. Yeah, around the eye, please. <laughs> her actual her actual <laughs> stiletto pen is is a pen. So there you go. There you go. All right, I think we are all dolled up and headed to the Gilded Rose to see if we can snag ourselves a meeting. You guys, it's probably, you know, 10 o'clock by now. You walk through the streets. Again, everyone that you're passing by, well-perfumed, well-dressed, clean streets. There's, it, it's, it's a well, it's like, you know, the cleanest place you've been and all these people appear to be very successful. And as you near this uh, large building, uh, you see outside it, there is this uh, um, very ornate banner facade with a large gilded golden rose. There is no door to the establishment, only a uh, two thorny rose bushes that go off inside. And you are all four standing outside. You see people are coming and going, and from the inside you hear um, it doesn't seem to be too busy, but you do hear the sounds of stringed instruments, uh, the smell of of a garden wafting in and uh, the sound of, of laughter and clinking coins. Um, I lead the way and see if I can, is there somebody like a stewardess or a steward or somebody like in yeah. the front? You guys walk in and you see there is a man dressed in, um, in a white and uh, red suit has a red rose, or sorry, he has a has a golden rose. No, he has a red rose. You see, he has a red rose in his pocket, but his face and his skin is all painted golden. Same with his hair. And he says, and, and you're just regular old Sarah, right? Uh, at this point, like, like, kind of. I would say still, like, not, eventually wanting to fully reveal, but at getting okay. up to here, I was still trying to be as disguised as possible. Okay. To not draw attention outside. Hello, esteemed patrons. What brings you to the Gilded Rose today? Hello there. My name is, um, my name is Sarah Folland. I'm the mother of Urkel Short. I'm here to speak with Mr. Emilio Vittori. Would you be able to connect me with him? There's like no falter and just... Mr. Vittori is a very busy man, um, but we have plenty of games and drink and... I have a business proposition for him that I think could make him a lot of coin. I only need five minutes. All right. If you would take this, and she hands you a small little bell. And she says, and pick any table that you like. And as you uh, require any services, food or beverage, feel free to ring the bell and we will escort you. Now, if you will, move on. And she kind of like motions for you guys to leave. If anyone listening was ever wondering what it's like to work in sales, it is that interaction 
20 times every day. <laughs> I'd like to speak to so-and-so. Ah, they're busy. <laughs> well, I can make the money. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to him. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's actually what I do as all day, every day. It's just that over and over again. <laughs> as we're walking past, Kaleri uh, turns to the uh, hostess and says, Name's Kyle. I'm the muscle. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Put her there. Just doesn't, doesn't listen. Uh, but as you guys walk in, you are in this grand foyer of this gambling hall, and you see there are many very fine uh tables um and you see all sorts of games being played you see liars dice you see poker you see uh hero duels um most of the tables actually are operating hero duels and you see there are very powerful um cards and heroes you've never seen before fighting and um a lot of the tables you see there actually is one person standing and it appears five, it's like a five on one kind of style game. Uh, and you guys are uh, looking around and there are these golden uh, painted uh, servants kind of coming in and out carrying drinks and food and beverage. And um, over in the corner though, you do spy, there is a um, table that appears to be have been um, smashed at some point, cleaved in two. Uh, that and it is closed and kind of roped off. Uh, but there That's is our table. no. We'll sit at that one. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, there's no floor in this room. It is only grass, and you see all around the room. There's just the walls are made of rose bushes, and they go off in either which way through a, a labyrinth of different gambling halls. I want to go to this place. A teen shaw. That uh, table over there, that's cut in half. I'm going to take a mighty strong sword to do that. I bet whoever did that really likes Isagiri Pale Ales. It's a man's (laughs) drink. (laughs) Or perhaps a bob. Sarah looks at the table and says, I'm sure you're all hungry and rings the bell and would like to get, like, food and drink for everyone. Okay. If at all possible. While we wait. Okay. As you do so, uh, you, the, a servant kind of comes, takes your order, and when he returns to you and gives you all your beverages, uh, he, you see stuck to one of your goblets, there is a, like, piece of parchment uh, that says, um, right, right, left, right, left, right. Sarah, what does this mean? The numbers, Mason. Oh, we left him in the courtyard, never mind. <laughs> the <laughs> Gilded Rose is a labyrinth, uh, an ever changing labyrinth, I believe, from what I've read. And this, Kyle. Is directions on how to get to our contact, I believe. So finish your drinks and follow me. Uh, I'm gonna leave my drink because I, I'm kind of a lightweight. And anyway, let's go. <laughs> I'll drink it. <laughs> Just pounds both of them. 
<laughs> Here you go, Bob. Maybe this will loosen up my sinuses. <laughs> we so you guys head back and go, go follow the labyrinth and go. You said right, right, left, right, left. Yes. So as you pass through, you see there are many different kind of forks, and meanwhile, very uh, you know, uh, buzz drunk high, what have you. Patrons are kind of walking in, some carrying tons of chips, some with none, very upset, coming in and out of these hallways. Um, and go ahead, what were you we gonna say? I was just gonna say, can I uh, like do a quick perception check to make sure that we're not being like tailed or if anybody's looking at us weird or anything like going into the labyrinth? Uh, sure. 27. Um... Everyone seems mostly preoccupied with what game they're doing. Uh, but you do, out of the corner of your eye, see, like, just, like, a servant kind of, like, looking at you all and then, like, looks back at what they're doing. Well, uh, Sarah will remember that servant. And I think we're going to keep And as you go through all of the the right, right, left, right, left, you eventually reach, there's kind of a standalone room. And, and some of these pathways you can see off in the distance like lead to dead ends. But you reach a dead end where there is just um, one lone table and there is a servant painted gold standing behind uh, a table. And she says in a chipper voice, Hello, patrons. Would you like to play a game of Hero Duels? I don't think we're here to play games right now. Is, is Mr. Vittori on his way? Well, if you haven't come here for games, I don't know what you came here for. Now, please, take a seat. Let's play a game of Hero Duels. I sit down. Okay, everybody else? I'm, uh, just here as... A hard muscle, if you don't mind, I'll stand over here by uh, my hire here. I'll sit, but I sit all the way on the edge, like at the, the last seat, being moody. Is it Yeah, I, I, I think he uh, also just kind of takes his place behind uh, Sarah. I will not play. Well, I would invite you all to play a game of Hero Duels. If you are not, then I must ask you to leave. I will play. <laughs> First game sits down. It's okay, everyone. I think, I think we can all maybe oh. spare a few moments to play Hero Duels. All right, all right. 
whatever, I can take a break from my muscles and play hero duels. I see. Now, do you have any cards with you? Or would you like to use the house set? Let's use let's use the house set. Let's I think we should use the house, the house set. All right. And she takes a deck of cards and she deals five out for herself. And then she's going to turn and she is going to flip over a card in front of Frizzigig. It is a Frizzigig card. Oh, no freaking way. And she's going to place a card in front of Clary and flip it over. It is a Clary card. <laughs> Shit. And she's going to flip a card over in front of Aaron. It is an Aaron card. And then finally flip over a card in front of Sarah. And it is a Tiberius card. Now, are you all ready to play? Clary's going to look over her shoulder really quick down the hall. Look back. Drop the voice and say, Yeah, let's play. Immediately as you finish your sentence, you feel the grass beneath your feet begin to shake and immediately in a snap you feel vines wrapping across all of your legs and slowly you feel them tugging at you pulling you deeper into the ground devil snare it's all right <laughs> devil snare devil snare deadly fun but we'll soak in the sun <laughs> <laughs> and slowly you feel yourselves being pulled lower and lower and you just see the smiling face of this servant looking down on you as you begin to slowly pass up to your necks and then you see nothing as you fall through the ground and as you were you slowly begin to see light again as you were lowered back into an identical seat in front of the same hero jewels table and you plop into your chair and in front of you, you see there is a man wearing a white suit and a red rose, or sorry, a white suit, a golden rose in his pocket and golden painted face and skin. And he looks at you all, you four and says, my name is Emilio Vittori. It is very nice to finally meet you all. And that is the end of episode. Oh. Holy cow! Holy cow! Holy cow! Some good, some good bad guys here, man. Oh, you got some good bad guys. You scared the absolute living hell out of me.